everyone and welcome to already cancelled i am pierre that is tara and we are going to talk about the twilight zone season 2 episode 20 it is called static and this is the fifth episode shot and videotape there's one more we're almost through this nightmare do you know what, do you know what i hate i hate how they've been spread throughout the entire season because i mean we've only we've only got nine episodes left and there's still one left. like I, just, I don't know anyway. it seems like a strange experiment to then film them back to back and then like i don't know just is yeah played them any time in the season yeah I, I don't know i don't know what how they decide the order of these i mean especially with twilight zone where obviously the order is irrelevant but mm-hmm. they're so out of order because obviously these six were shot back to back they must have been because they all have the same yeah. technical thing so it's just weird i don't know anyway static is about a an old timer an old man named ed who lives in a boarding house with a bunch of other old people and he's frustrated that they're all glued to the tv screen and despite the fact that this that's the complaint i'm about to make and this is not a complaint about the episode but the complaint i'm about to make about people like this is irrelevant in this episode because it's not really about the i mean he pretends this is why he's upset but it's not really why but for someone saying oh you're all glued to the tv oh it's melting your brains for that same person to then be glued to a radio is like why is that any different it's just because it's audio only does not make it less of a a, a, you know an like a, a, a vice a vice yes thank you yes that's my towers on this show because she gets words <laughs> right uh, <laughs> that's I'm not obs- a title that i that i deserve <laughs> okay fine uh tara's on this show because she will graciously correct me when i'm wrong which she very much enjoys doing so <laughs> Look at that That's smug true. smile. <laughs> so, but anyway, he finds this old radio, this old wireless, uh, down in the down in the basement, and he takes it up to his room, and he hears a radio station play a song from a from a, a show that he thinks is live, but is actually from twenty years ago, it's from nineteen forty, and he tries to get let, let the other people listen to it, including a woman that he was kind of engaged to at one point, including like this guy, the professor, who he's kind of friends with. And every time he brings anyone else into his room to listen to the radio, he can't find that station. But whenever they leave, he can find it again. And he listens to these old-time classics, and he gets kind of obsessed. So that's the premise of the episode. Obviously, we'll talk about where it goes later. Uh, but Tara, how, how did you feel about Static? I like it. I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's not like a, a new subject to this show this series it's uh you know a man nostalgic for time past but i do like the reasons why he's nostalgic for it i think that is a more unique storytelling um for this this type of show i think yeah i think the nostalgia here is more tied to regret because it's not just so much that because in the other examples it was like you know the actor who went who ended up going into the past and seeing like younger versions of his wife and everyone else he like this was the good old days and then eventually you know his wife passed away or whatever whereas this is different this is like he never took the road this is linked yeah Yeah. this is linked to uh you know a decision that he made a choice that he made and it was the wrong choice a choice that clearly he regrets just because his life where he just ended up being a curmudgeon old man who hates everything Mm. but what could have been if he you know took the, the other road yeah yeah well, I think what's interesting is that the ending doesn't try to like even tell us that he's wrong for being nostalgic. Because you know, because a lot of those other episodes were either the memories of the past inform who you are, so use them and use them to be a part of who you are. Or in other hands, nostalgia can be dangerous. Don't be too obsessed mm-hmm. with the past. 
this doesn't yeah. really make either of those points. That this just kind of leaves it on this sad place where it's kind of a bittersweet, like sad mm-hmm. ending where he's just kind of lost in his, his his like fantasies of the past and what could have been. Um, and part of me was jealous because there's a point where you know this woman, uh, Viv or no, sorry, Vin, Vinny, uh, comes in and she has this serious talk with him because she, this is where we find out that this is this was their song and they were engaged and she says, you know, uh, you know, it's it's not. It's not a coincidence that what you're hearing is something tied to like a big, dis- you know, decisive moment in your life yeah. where you chose not to go down this path. And I feel like I was kind of yelling internally at the screen. I was like, you know, guys, it's never too late to just. I mean, you you can be in your sixties and get married and just have a happy, you know, last decade or so. It's fine. They're not in love anymore, though. That's true. Like, it, like she says, it's okay. I understand. Like, it, it's almost like she just tells a story, like. A really sad version of people who were in love and then said they're going to get married and then things just came mm. up and they never did it and then they fell out of love and they just kind of live their lives separately now but under the same house i think i think like, i'm too much of a romantic because i, I guess what i what i was what, what i'm agreeing with here is that yeah it's kind of it's not so much that he actually still in love with her and he wishes he said you know he, he wishes he did it because he still wants to do it he just regrets feeling like he wants to yeah, and I think he, he does, he regrets, um, I, I think he is nostalgic for that time when he was happy, when everything was going, like, seemed to be going right. And then that's, and then, he, you know, he doesn't really know where where things went wrong. It's just the things that he had planned never happened. Which, um, and, you know, it's Maybe actually- out of laziness, who knows, like... It's actually a bit more nuanced that it's not that he's still in love with her. It's, it's that, you know the fact that he doesn't want that anymore. He just you know he regrets he, he misses the time when he did want that and he was mm-hmm. happy in that time. Uh, like I, I think that's a little bit more nuanced. So maybe give the episode credit for take, taking that take, especially since it doesn't have some big resolution. You know the final scene is him actually you know they've got both the actors look try to look younger. Uh, I did laugh at one point because mm-hmm. when she's when she's saying all this to him halfway through the episode she says at one point yeah you were a young man and i was like well it was only 20 years ago he was still in his mid-40s like cause it's not like he was you know yeah. 24 <laughs> i mean he wasn't that young because <laughs> i think i think the line that i not that i think of that as being super old but the line she had that really made me go wait a minute she's like you had your whole life ahead of you no you're mid-40s you're kind of halfway <laughs> you're kind of halfway through <laughs> you know you're not <laughs> okay mid-40s is not that old no, it's not that old, but it's not you know you're not your whole life's not ahead of you at that age. Well, I mean They call it middle you're age for dead. they call it middle age for a reason. <laughs> okay, fine. Well he still had to live that whole life again before he dies. Yes. In in time. In time. <laughs> in yes. years. Tara, we're in the same age bracket. Stop acting like I'm calling you old. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> and for the record I, I mean it's like Tara's in her 40s she's not I just want to make that clear I don't want, I don't want us to no, come back but, at me you know it won't be too long till I am <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. maybe uh, I'm a little defensive no I uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that's a little bit more nuanced um, and there's this kind of sadness because you know like he's all excited when he first hears this song playing and he's telling mm-hmm. them all about it at dinner and he wants to like let them hear it, and he tries to do it in a little portable radio station, and it's it's not really working. So he takes, he's like, "I'll oh, come up to the room and let me show you." And they kind of hear it, and they're kind of like, "Ah, you know, it's it's all right, old chum. You know, we'll, we'll maybe maybe we'll hear it next time." And 
we cut ahead a little bit and he's at the point where he he brings people you know he brings in some groceries he brings stuff for people and he immediately is like oh, i'm going up to the room I'm not, I'm not gonna hang out with you guys i'm not playing checkers with you professor i'm not watching tv with the rest of you i'm going up because my program's on at three then my other program's on at four on the radio yeah and he's talking about these radio shows that literally aren't broadcasting mm-hmm. so that's a trick. and I- and when he gets up there he finds out that they've sold his radio that's true. Yeah, they that's, gave that's, it away. That's the turn, and he he like a crack addict goes to the the junk guy and tries yeah. to get his radio back. Which he yeah. does. He does get it back. He 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 pays for it. He pays ten dollars for it, and takes it back with him. And that's kind of you know leads to the the final fantasy. Oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to say it like that. You know what I mean? The final oh. sequence yes. uh, of the episode. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what that name came from. I think the creators of Final Fantasy were watching this episode, and someone said that out loud and went, "Hey, that's a good title. We should uh, <laughs> has should a nice ring that. to it. Yeah, we should use that." Um, yeah, I I think the when um his fantasy wife walks in and says like and is also just excited to hear the next program. Um, one of the things she mentions is Edwin comes on the radio next, who is an actor in one of the episodes we watched. Mm. so i and i i don't know if he was a radio person or not or if it was just a mistake or i don't know i just noticed the name edwin i'm like oh yeah he was in um he was actually in the second episode of the twilight zone that could just be uh i mean maybe he was a radio guy or it could be like a little homage maybe you know maybe for some reason i don't know if he passed away around this time maybe and they wanted to give him a little uh maybe actually i don't know i don't think he lived too long after he did his twilight zone episode he did the one where um he was a salesman right the yeah the salesman yeah uh, salesman with the heart of gold yeah uh yeah. saves a little girl death comes to visit mm-hmm. yes death comes to visit yeah. that describes a fair number of twilight zone episodes not as many as i thought so far but we've still got a lot to go so we'll <laughs> we're, yeah we still you know scratch the surface of the series <laughs> what did uh, i sign up for <laughs> <laughs> We're actually, we're further running you give us credit for, because season four is only half the number of episodes. So, mm. I mean, they're, they're twice as they, long. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> you can have a long. But we'll get through them in half as many weeks. You're right, you're right. So, you know, that's something That's something to hold out to. Uh, I, I, I did, you know, laugh at him, try to, like, he was changing the channels. Because uh, I actually said to myself, kind of out loud, when they said, oh, do you want to change the channel? And he starts changing the channels. And I'm like, wait, this is like 1960. There's like three channels. Wait, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how many can you find? And to be fair, he only looks at three different channels. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's so funny because this is a time uh, where you just sat down and you accepted what was ever on. There was no choice, really, outside of channel one, two, or three. <laughs> like, that was basically it. I mean, it was, that was the case for a long time. It was, I mean, yeah. Even when I was a kid watching, I mean, it wasn't until maybe around 2000s that... Um, like when the cable boxes were had i mean up in, up until like yeah around 2000 i had i had only like 30 something channels and it was you know you just st- you just study the tv guide until you found something that you wanted to watch and you had to make sure you were there for it yeah i uh i brought i, I think i had cable before that but i mean I, I, yeah but at least us growing up we had vcrs i mean we did have stuff that was taped yeah, but we did too, but we only had like a few tapes that we were allowed to use, like, and then you had to sacrifice something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I had a bookcase 
filled with the tapes that I recorded stuff off a of TV from. That was, that uh, was. We had some like movies that were recorded that we weren't allowed to touch, or like a lot of my dad got into like home movies for a while, like uh, so those had weren't allowed to be touched. I think some of them got recorded over with cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was just that sort of stuff makes me think of that. I was because because when we were arguing as well at the dinner table about. Oh, so you must have heard a recording of this show from mm-hmm. you know the 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 forties, and the other guys like, oh, they didn't have tape back then. You know they could they can you know record it. I said, oh, but they did have this, and they, they kind of have this little debate about how could they record it. And it reminded me, funnily enough, of a story. Uh, there was, for some reason, there was a VHS tape circulating. Oh well, uh, that's just a few years ago, of a recording of a Star Trek episode, right off of mm-hmm. the broadcast that had the ads in between it, and then someone stopped and went, wait a minute. VCRs didn't exist in the 60s when this was recorded. So what recorded this? And like, you know, yeah. obviously someone transferred it to a VHS tape at some point, but where did this... This must have come from a studio who had the ads yeah. baked into it. That's insane that it exists. But that's how rare finding something with the ads recorded from right. before VCRs is. is that so that's the same kind of conversation here is that, well, they could broadcast radio, but there wasn't much in the way of recording a lot of it. Uh, it wasn't as easy at the time, so... I, I like that debate because even at one point the professor says like oh some you know stuff we thought was impossible a few years ago is now you know now everyday life and i'm like yeah it's just so funny watching this in hindsight now where like everything you have seems like ancient <laughs> compared yeah. to what we have but uh it makes me think about it whenever we watch something best it, fo- it specifically focuses on a technological thing yeah it's amazing how well that transfers just because to every generation just because there's always new advancements in technology and the last thing immediately seems old mm-hmm. absolutely because i mean just think about us growing up and like when we were young like you know there was no such thing as social media there is no such thing as uh i mean cell phones existed but not everyone had one you know they i had were- a car phone I mean, I mean, my family had a car. <laughs> it's it's a big deal. <laughs> I just imagine a little ten-year-old tower with a pager and a car phone. <laughs> <laughs> Did all that, all that big business in the nineties. That's right. <laughs> they work you hard in Canada. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that it's, it's an easy to watch episode. I think this episode basically lives or dies on the performances of. The, the two leads, uh, specifically mm-hmm. Ed and Vinny. I think the professor's yeah. all right for what he is as well, but it's those two characters. Like, if those two didn't have the weight in their, their scenes and the conversations, I, I think his performance is not bad. It's not an amazing episode. I don't think it's going to be one that's super memorable, but I think as a... It's pretty good, though. Yeah, for for, for for a kind of, you know, lower-key episode. I, I thought it was, it was a perfectly fine I think this watch. is a, a much better version of the 16mm Shrine. Another very oh, similar style. But this one it, has a, a lot more like nuance, like you said. I feel like people would. I feel like you're in the minority there, and I, but I, although I might agree with you to be honest, but mm-hmm. I feel like we'd be in the minority saying that. I think most people would rate that one higher. Well, that one is, I would say, darker. Um, but this one, I think this one feels a feels heavier, you know, because mm-hmm. it is a, like a tragedy. If it, it just, I don't know, because it, it seems more grounded. It's just a guy who's just lost in a in a fantasy yeah no i agree so not bad not bad at all mm-hmm. uh you know there's things to like about you know, it these it... videotape episodes have been pretty good <laughs> the first one wasn't uh that was the robot one that was oh. in the house yeah 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 
Yeah, that wasn't that good. But yeah, no, they've, they've been decent to to, to yeah. good. Uh, or I think 22 I'd even go as far as that was a bit great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's static. You can let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Oh, I tell you what's coming next time. I always do that. You know but, what? I say this every week that I think Rod Serling doesn't do the... <laughs> he definitely did it this no, time because I checked. No, he didn't. Uh, you've been wrong... <laughs> Well, I don't know if there was ever a time you were right, but certainly in the last few weeks when you've said that you've been wrong. Uh, so, that, no, that's one he definitely did not come on to talk about it. Uh, the next episode, though, is called The Prime Mover. That that almost sounded like the Prime Directive. I almost went into Directive there at the end of that, that phrase. Yeah, Prime Mover, a compulsive gambler. Oh, God, we're getting another... Uh, oh, boy. Uh, the, 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 the slot machine. The fever. No. <laughs> a compulsive gambler... Uh, cajoles his friend into his telekinesis to affect the results of the gambling tables in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Mm, must be uh, either craps or uh, roulette, <laughs> I imagine. Hey, telekinesis. So, yeah, we're getting some uh, telekinesis next episode, so we'll see how that is. Uh, apparently, Rod Selling's not that proud of it, though, because he, he didn't come out to tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, apparently episode. not, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh... <laughs> There you go. That is uh, that is what's coming next time. So let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters uh, at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. Of course, you can support us by liking. Like is really important on YouTube and helps us out for free. Uh, but you can also support us. And I've, I'm forgetting. I was going to make Tara do the intro for this one. But I forgot to do it. But she can still do the Patreon plug. Tara, take it away. Uh, well, yes. If you like what we do and you want to support the channel, support I do. us. Check out our Patreon page. Yes, check it out. It's pa- patreon.com slash TV. And if you donate, it's just $1 per month. Just you $1? You get access to... You're just trying to screw me up on purpose because you I'm love not, I'm it. Try, I'm, I'm trying to give you some like added... You know, you know I'm a... not a yes-ander. I don't I don't improv. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll leave you alone. Take it away. All right, I have to start all over. What? Why yes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can check out our Patreon page, and if you donate, it's those $1 per month that you will get access to bonus episodes of other shows we do, including The Ace, The Atomic Cinema Experiment, which is our science fiction movie review show. Um, you can get access to movies like Transfers and Judge Dredd and some David Carradine specials. So check that out. And if you donate as little well as $5 per month, you will get access to our reviews one week early. Right? For yep. Twilight Zone, yes. Yep. yep. So please check it out. Thank you. There you go. All right. Well, that about sums it up. That was elegant. <laughs> elegant yeah uh like tonya harding doing a triple axel well thank you she yes. was good at that yes and <laughs> yes i know uh the implication also being that if i don't say something nice she'll uh break my leg uh, later <laughs> so <laughs> thanks very much for watching guys <laughs> keep watching tv and the twilight zone